In this episode, we look at three books I recommend for getting into meditation. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and meditation is a great way to calm your mind, release stress, and improve overall health. But it can be pretty intimidating to get started. There are so many different types of meditation that you can try on your own or with the help of a professional. And once you actually start it can be hard to stick with it. After all, meditation can be kind of boring. But that doesn't change how valuable it can be in our lives. So what are we supposed to do? Well, this is where a good book can help. By picking up a copy of a good meditation book, you can shortcut your learning process, change the way you think about the practice, and make it significantly easier to build a meditation habit long term. But this presents another problem. There are hundreds, if not thousands of meditation books to choose from, which is why this episode is important. I'm going to share three meditation books I think you should check out. Now, some of these I've already read. Some are on the way to my house right now, and some are on the reading list for the future. But all of these books contain enormous value from experts in the field who can help us finally make meditation a recurring habit in our lives. But before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you about a free resource I recently made for you. It's very simple. It's a self-care checklist. So here's what I did. I took all of the things that I think someone should be doing in their self-care on a day-to-day basis. I broke it up into each section of your day. So you've got your morning, you've got your work day while you're at work, or if you're working from home, or if you're just at home, uh, then you've got the afternoon, the evening, and then nighttime. I broke it up into each section of the day and I put together a very simple checklist of what you can do during that time to help you prioritize your self-care and come up with ideas for what to do. So to download the checklist for free, that's the best part of this. It's 100% free. If you want to download it, head over to selfcarelist.co. That's selfcarelist.co. Oh, the checklist is 100% free, like I said, and provides a great starting point for giving yourself the room you need each day to perform at your best. Go to selfcarelist.co to download now for free, or of course, click the link in the description of this episode. So here's how I'm going to do this episode. I'm going to tell you the name of the book. I'm going to read the official description from the book, and then I'm going to tell you what I'm personally excited about, why I think you should pick it up. Uh, if it's a book I haven't read yet, I'm going to tell you why I'm picking it up, what, what's important to me about it, what uh, grabbed my attention. So hopefully you can walk away from this episode with a little bit of context and at least one new book for your reading list. So the first book I want to look at is called Turning the Mind into an Ally. And here's the official description, quote, strengthening 
calming and stabilizing the mind is the essential first step in accomplishing nearly any goal. Growing up American with a Tibetan twist, Sakyong Mifam talks to Westerners as no one can. In idiomatic English with stories and wisdom from American culture and the great Buddhist teachers. Turning the mind into an ally makes it possible for anyone to achieve peace and clarity in their lives. End quote. So what am I excited about? Uh, this is actually, this is a book that I've read. Um, this is the first book on meditation that I ever read. And honestly, it was incredibly impactful for me because of largely how the author explains the process. I had always sort of shied away from books on meditation because it just felt like what is there to learn, right? What, what is this book going to offer me? It's just sitting there and breathing and I got the value. I understood the value of meditation. So it felt like, what am I going to learn from this book? Um, I picked this up from my local library right before COVID hit, actually. And so much is the answer. The answer of what will you learn from a book on meditation is so, so much, especially if it's a good one. So Sakyong takes what is often a very heavy and confusing topic like meditation and breaks it down into crystal clear explanations and straightforward value propositions. So if you know someone that is like on the fence about meditation, honestly, a way to get them into it might be this book. It might be introducing them to the world of meditation through this book. One major idea I took away from the book was that the purpose of meditation is to understand ourselves and how our mind works. And that by doing that, we can better understand how life works and give our mind more room to do its best work. So it, it really sort of couches meditation as a tool. So it's, it's less about the spiritual side. It's less about the energetic side or, or whatever you want to call it and more about the tool of meditation and, and how it, it can result in better understanding the world around us, better understanding the people around us and, and better understanding and being able to advocate for ourselves within that world. Uh, so overall, this book really helped me to wrap my mind around the long-term benefits of meditation and its value as more than just an anxiety management tool, which is kind of how I thought about it prior to that. You know, I'd always thought of meditation as something that was good for anxiety, something that was good for, for uh, if you were struggling to fall asleep, which is mostly what I had used it for. So this was a really, really good transition into that long-term thinking when it comes to meditation. And I highly, highly recommend it. So the next book I'm looking at is actually one I haven't read yet, but I literally just placed an order for it and it's on the way to my house as we speak. It's called Breath, the New Science of a Lost Art. So here's the official description. Quote, there is nothing more essential to our health and well-being than breathing. Take air in, let it out. Repeat 25,000 times a day. Yet as a species, humans have lost the ability to breathe correctly and with grave consequences. Journalist James Nestor travels the world to figure out what went wrong and how to fix it. The answers aren't found in pulmonology labs, as we might expect, but in the muddy digs of ancient burial sites, secret Soviet facilities, New Jersey choir schools, and the smoggy streets of Sao Paulo. 
Nestor tracks down men and women exploring the hidden science behind ancient breathing practices like pranayama, sudarshankriya, and tumo, and teams up with pulmonary tinkerers to scientifically test long-held beliefs about how we breathe. End quote. Uh, so first of all, I want to apologize because I'm positive that I mispronounced something in there, but that's fine. I'm doing my best. Look it up for yourself if you want to see the actual words. Anyway, so what am I excited about with this? As I said, I haven't actually read this book yet, uh, but there are a few reasons that I'm super excited about it. Number one, it's not quite meditation. It's about breathing. Now, I've always been skeptical about like what's called breath work. And for those of you who don't know, breath work is like a thing. Like you can go to breathing classes and breath work and work with breath work coaches. And I, I'll be honest, I don't fully get it. I still don't. But regardless of my skepticism, there's one thing that getting into running in the past year has actually taught me. And it's that the way you breathe does matter. The, the way that you take air in and let it out matters. How you inhale, how long you hold it for, and how you exhale affect the way that oxygen gets into your system and how carbon dioxide leaves your system. Proper breathing when running can literally shave seconds off of your pace, and poor breathing can lead to you not even making the distance. So it stands to reason that if the breath can affect your physical body in that way when you're running, why wouldn't it also play a role in our daily lives? So I'm, I'm excited for this book because I'm excited to learn more about this and, and better understand how I can improve my own breathing in my daily life. And that's a big reason why I think you should pick it up for yourself. And the last book I want to look at is titled You Are Here, Discovering the Magic of the Present Moment. Here's the description, quote, in this book, Thich Nhat Hanh, Zen monk, author, and meditation master, distills the essence of Buddhist thought and practice, emphasizing the power of mindfulness to transform our lives. But true mindfulness, Han explains, is not an escape. It is being in the present moment, totally alive and free, end quote. So this is another book that I haven't read, but I'm, I'm really excited about it. So the idea of being more mindful in my day-to-day -day life, it's actually one of the first things that got me interested in meditation, in breathing exercises, in journaling, like being more mindful, being able to be in the present moment more often is something that I've always struggled with and always been curious and interested in. I'm the kind of person who can be in the middle of a conversation, can be in the middle of a room and get lost in my head. Like I can live in this imaginary fairy tale universe that exists within my own imagination, within my own mind, and I can disappear there for a very long time. That's something that used to be a real problem when I was still in school because I, I would literally be staring out the window and completely forget where I am and, and just sort of be in my own head and miss the entire class. Like it, it was a legitimate issue. And it's something that I've had to work very hard on over the last few years as I, I became an adult to correct or not so much correct. Correct's not the right word, but to have more control over because you do have to be present. You do have to enjoy the world that we live in right now. 
that you do have to enjoy the people that are around you, the sights, the smells, the things you can touch, the things you can taste. Being in the world is incredible, but I've always struggled with it. And so this book is on my list because I want to learn more about mindfulness. I want to learn how to practice mindfulness. I want to learn how to improve that area of my life. And in addition to all of that, and this is more of a personal reason, but I've also sort of always wanted to read some of Thich Nhat Hanh's work for a pretty long time. His name pops up often when I'm doing research for episodes of this podcast, and I've seen it a lot over the last five years, but I've never actually read any of his books. Like I've read summaries, I've read articles that reference it, but I've never actually read his books directly. So this is a good opportunity to learn about the power of mindfulness while also introducing myself to this author that has sort of been in my world for a long time now. Uh, So those are the three books that I recommend if you're trying to get into meditation, if you're trying to get someone else into meditation. uh, The first book, Turning the Mind into an Ally, I've read it. It's phenomenal. I think if you only pick up one book from this list, get that one. The book that's on its way to my house right now, Breath, The New Science of a Lost Art. Phenomenal, phenomenal book. I'm really excited for that one. And then you are here discovering the magic of the present moment. I recommend each of these books, I think you should pick up at least one, if not all of them, and hopefully it helps with whatever it is that you're trying to do. Now, before I leave you here, I do want to remind you again that there is an opportunity to get this free resource I put together. It's a simple self-care checklist. It's designed to help you quickly figure out what you can do to prioritize your self-care in the moment, no matter what time of day it is, no matter what is going on for you, helps you prioritize self-care on a day-to-day basis. You just download it and you look which section you should be in, whether it's the morning, the evening, lunchtime, whatever it is, pick an item off the list and do that thing. It's literally self-care as simple as possible. So head over to selfcarelist.co to learn more or to download it. That's selfcarelist.co. And again, it's 100% free. All you have to do is enter your name and email. So I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for being here. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day. Every day.